Welcome back to the Random Theory Podcast. I'm Grace. And I'm Josh. And together, we answer the curious questions of the world. Merry Christmas. The and day Happy this New com- Year. <laughs> the day this comes out. It is, it is currently uh, Christmas in Merry Christmas. the world. Someone's listening to this on the way to their aunt and uncle's house to celebrate yeah, yeah, the second yeah. part of Christmas or whatever they're doing today. Whatever, yeah, whatever you do. If you celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas out there. Merry Chrysler. We're not doing a Christmas related episode, so just not get this over year. that. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Sorry about fine. that. Yeah. Things have been a little hectic for Josh and I, and that's okay. It has. It's been a lot. So we'll let you guys in on that a little later next year. But for now, how how are you? Uh well, you know. I um it has been a little hectic. There's been a lot going on. Pretty much mostly good stuff. Just it's just a lot. Good, good. good. Last week Grace mentioned we had a replay because my band was in the studio recording a new song, which is very fun and exciting. Our sound engineer got sick, and now I am starting to get sick, I think, so that's not great. No. It's all in your head, though, remember. It might be, yeah. I just need to, like, power through the the, the sick. But uh, other than that, you know, all good. Just planning to head to the families for for Christmas at the end of this week. But yeah, how about you? I'm good. By the time this comes out, I'll be in Colorado hanging Mm, out with Michael's family. It is pouring rain here in New York City today. It's uh, December 18th, actually, the day we're recording that's, this. But uh, it's weird. It's pouring today. Like, I walked one block today and was soaking wet. Really? Like, head to toe soaking wet, had to come back and change, which is why, like, my hair for people watching on YouTube is in, like, a braided bun on top of my head because yeah. just not going to walk around like a wet dog all day. You know, certainly not. Got no. things to do, people to see. I don't have time to deal with the wet hair. That's weird <laughs> that it's raining. It's, you know, at this point, it's not it's even like, raining. It's pouring. Like I need a boat. Needs, <laughs> you need a boat. It needs to be snow, right? Like yes. Get it. Get it together. Weather. Little meteorology for you guys. The oh. on the yeah. So it was really interesting actually to experience this. I've experienced it before, but like whenever it happens, it's always really cool. So when you get a really rainy day, that's like a really, really rainy day, usually that's a front. So like it's the front of a low pressure system. It's on like the front side of it. And usually that's where all the warm air is captured. And so behind the front is where all the cold air is because all that air, the warm air gets moved out. All the cold air gets like sucked down and replaced in. So the temperatures for tomorrow, it's like 61 degrees here today. Tomorrow it is going to be like a high of, 30 i think oh yeah so there's your little science meteorology lesson so uh typically this happens a lot in the winter time uh you'll see it a lot with really strong snowstorms it'll be really warm the day before and then it'll be a really big blizzard that happens which is kind of interesting so i mean is it predicted to snow there or is it just gonna be Uh, cold no it's just gonna be cold like if we get if we got rain tomorrow it definitely would be snow Right. Okay. Hmm. But I don't think we're predicted to have rain. You know, it'll just be all that rain will dump down and then it'll be really cold and just turn to ice and that'll be fun. Ice skating. (laughs) 
Yeah, everywhere. the whole city of uh, whole city in New York just ice skating oh, everywhere. That would be so terrible, so so terrible. <laughs> I would hate that so much. So that's my life. Should we get into some some reviews, some yeah. things from the science pals? The science pals, yes, because that will make me happy. What you got? I wanted to go to YouTube, see what's going on over there. You know, I bounce oh, around. Our YouTube pals. So the previous episode was a replay. We did the one about glue from yep. animals. A lot of people saying that everyone was sick because I remember I mentioned you weren't feeling great at the beginning of it. This person, Wolf Inc. 789, says basically my whole school has the stomach flu. Oh, so, no. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, it's, no. It's going around. Everyone watch out. That's real bad. And then I also bounced back to the goat body armor <laughs> yeah, episode yeah, yeah. Iconic. to see what was going on there. Had a couple happy birthday Grace comments. Oh, thanks, guys. We're getting to them a little late, but you know, yeah. still appreciated. And then this comment was interesting. We talked about at the end, I my what I learned from Reddit was about fingerprints. I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And we talked about how forensic science and like DNA could be better. Mm-hmm. And so this person, I didn't, I haven't fact checked this. I don't know who this person is. Sorry, if you're listening, I'm not like not believing you. I'm just putting a disclaimer out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't do the fact check. Yeah, I did not. I did not like dive into whatever they're saying. Um, but they said not to shake your faith in forensic science too much. Not but to not shake only... your faith. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Here we not go. Not to like drop a little bomb on you, but <laughs> just not to wreck everything you've ever thought. But um, not only is there no proof, nor would it even be possible to prove that fingerprints are unique. Uh, which is what we talked about last week or two weeks ago. Right, yep. The same goes for DNA testing and for ballistic profiling of firearms. They cannot say with certainty that they have found the match because they do not know for certain that there's only one match. Okay, I get that. But like also my aunt is a forensic scientist for the state police and my sister did her senior project on forensic science as well. And I think it's really fascinating. So my sister got to go behind the scenes and like see how they do all this stuff. They have cases of literally every firearm you could ever imagine. Really? So like... I think they can get pretty close. Like for sh- maybe for sure yeah. they can't say for certainty, but like you can't be certain about anything. Sure. Anything that has human error, anything that's done by a human is going to be fairly uncertain. But I would yeah, say I mean, with it, like a lot yeah. of confidence they're able to match like DNA. That's why they always say like, "Oh, this is like a 98 or 96, 95% match." Yeah. Yeah. So like they never say this is 100%, but I think that they can get a pretty great read. Especially when you yeah. own every gun possible to own, you know? <laughs> well, and and also, like, I think, because, I mean, this is, we talked about this when we talked about fingerprints specifically, where that was kind of the thing where it's like, you would have to take the fingerprint of every single person on right. Earth to 100% prove that they are unique. Yes. And the same goes for DNA testing. Is yep. you, would, you would have to have the DNA from everyone to prove that it's unique. And yep. so, obviously, they can't do that. But I do think, yeah, I think it's like a situational thing where it's like, For sure. okay, uh, we found this guy's DNA here and 
using that with this other bit of evidence, maybe that makes a stronger case. Because it's like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I would hope law enforcement isn't just like, well, we have all this evidence that points to this guy, <laughs> but we found this right. other guy's DNA there, and he's so he's clearly guilty. He had nothing. Right. There was no other evidence, but he's guilty because his DNA yeah. was there. I don't know that. I don't know. Maybe that happens. It unfortunately probably does, but the probability, the likelihood of you know having a match or whatever would be so high. I mean, like you know, one in a hundred million billion, well, like, whatever. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, you know, I I think you can still use it as a tool. Yeah, I mean, Basically. that's like your your family's DNA. Like you and your family share the same DNA, but you're only like I think I saw a stat that it's like your own your DNA is only like 96% the same. Oh wow. Yeah, or I guess that makes like sense. That. Yeah, I like, mean it makes sense. You're, you have like there's going to be genetic mutations, silent mutations, like all of these different things in your DNA, which I could be wrong on that number, but like I think I saw it somewhere. But yeah. like you and your like you are not a hundred percent because if you were like all your siblings would look just like you. Yeah, you'd be. I mean, you'd be twins, genetically yeah. identical twins. So, like, but, yeah, but I also mean, you would be twins of like your parents or whatever. You know, if, yes. it was, if everyone was the same. Exactly. So there's no like you're never like fifty fifty parent. So like yeah, yeah I, I mean I totally hear what they're saying on YouTube and I think it's a lot of stuff like you don't really think about it you just like take it at face value kind of thing yeah but yeah. I'm glad we're talking about this I'm glad that who who was it that that came from first lag gw five mg yeah first lag yeah. gwymd <laughs> like I I'm really glad that you're like bringing this up and like having the conversation because that's what we want to yeah. do here at science pals like we're not here to like yeah. just spit information at you like we want it to be a conversation so thank you for coming into the conversation like bringing up another yeah. point and allowing us to have another conversation about this because that's like this is what exactly what we want to do with the science pals like we want to yeah. have conversation like talk about information and share it with one another so thank you so much for having that conversation in the comments and like even bringing it to our attention so we could address it again and talk about it because yeah there's no certainty science is one of the most uncertain things ever but yeah here we are you, just, you have to get <laughs> as close as you possibly can so i'm all about it that was fun fully agree thank you for bringing that up thanks for the conversation we're yeah. all about everyone being curious here so yeah and if you science pals if you want to leave a rating and review and butt into the conversation that we were having like please leave your point of view in the rating and review and like we'll we'll pick them and We'll talk about them, especially if it's something yeah. that a lot of people pick up on. Like, don't think you just have to leave a podcast idea or a topic idea or a joke. Like, if you just want to leave a little note about like joining into the conversation, please do. Like, we would love that. Like, feel free yeah. to do that on Apple, Spotify, wherever you want to leave your rating and review and jump into the conversation. Yeah. I'm all about it. Absolutely. That was fun. A disclaimer I think I might have like briefly mentioned this at the beginning i am i f i'm like feeling kind of sick so if i'm like <laughs> coffee and nasally sniffy i apologize how dare you you know it's I, i'm like running at maybe 70 percent right now so josh is at 70 percent health wise right now i am hungry yeah. so we're really batting a thousand at this point <laughs> we're doing great collectively we're running at like a 70 percent right now oh, if you yeah, put the two of us together Today's listener curiosity comes from Jack Hannaford Hill. Oh, Jack. Okay. He's yeah. a previous write-in, 
right? Yes, he is. Yeah. He's a previous write-in. Uh, and he said, hi, Grace and Josh. It's Jack Hannaford Hill. How many times can I say his name? In the I, span you of know, one minute. Maybe, Here we are. Maybe another one. Who knows? He said, well done for pronouncing my last name correctly. Most people say it wrong. That's sad. I feel that, though. Oh. Thank you so yeah. much for the shout outs. They made my weeks, quite honestly. I love that even though you guys are busy, you make time to give me a shout out or two on the podcast. And I absolutely love it. Anyway, my podcast idea is about how the body protects itself. I got this idea after listening to the makeup podcast. Great podcast, by the way. You guys should definitely go listen to it. We'll link it in the show notes. And how you talked about how the skin is the largest organ, which I already knew. Look at you, Jack. What a science pal. Dropping the... I already knew that. I love that. (laughs) But that made me wonder how the body protects itself from pathogens entering the body. Eyelashes, mucus, etc. I'm Mm. doing GCSEs at the moment, which is the UK equivalent of high school final exams in the US. Oh, go Jack. Let us know how you rounded out the semester. Congratulations. Year, semester, whatever it may be. I guess those are final, so year. So I know the basics about this stuff, like how phagocytes in white blood cells engulf and destroy pathogens and how antibodies attack the pathogens and then drag it to the phagocyte to be engulfed. Jack, I think you know more than me. I, yeah, yeah, that was uh, I mean, <laughs> already right there. I mean, well done. Wow. That was amazing. But I'd yeah. like to know more about how or if the body has evolved to have eyelashes, eyebrows, which I think are to protect the eyes from rain, water, and mucus, etc. I think it would be a very interesting podcast idea. Hopefully you think the same. I'd love to listen to it, even though I already know quite a lot about my podcast idea. So maybe it's not a good idea after all. I'm not sure, <laughs> but that's for you to decide. From Jack okay. from Devon, England, an OGRT since the very first podcast, and I've watched every video as they release on YouTube. Wow. With a science pal uh, and a test tube. Wow, Jack. That was a whole paragraph of an of a uh I definitely could have like nah. not read that whole thing, but I had to. H- had that was to. awesome. I, look, I will say, like, we're talking about people joining the conversation and like we're make we make this podcast. We want people to be curious and like asking like that is Jack is like a and, prime example. Yeah, and you know? share what they know. Like I want to know. Share what, what they you know. know. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Because I, lear- I learned something new about phagocytes. Yeah. I had never even heard that word. So. I hadn't either. But wow, Jack, thank you for writing that. I will say I just peeped the uh, date at the top of that. That's an old email. So Jack, apologies. Oh, Jack, I hope you still listen to the podcast. I hope, <laughs> hope you still. That's from June. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, sorry. Okay. We're just getting to that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Listen, the science pals, you guys are dedicated. Like you guys came yeah. swinging in 2023. I'm excited for what you guys bring in 2024. But we're going to jump into how the body protects itself and join Jack's conversation so that you guys can learn a little bit more right after this break. All right, Jack, <laughs> this one's for you. You science I, pal, you. I it's also for need everyone. this. Yeah, I need this right now. I, uh, my yeah, body's... Right like maybe not doing a great job because it's clearly let something in i think so yeah your body's learning it's taking notes on the new thing you have in your body so they can attack <laughs> it the next time it'll you know? get it next time yeah Dude, this lives in my head rent free and i think it will for okay. the rest of my life and now that i like okay. think about it all the time i'm scared that i'm gonna like attract it i think about literally nonstop how the body is always attacking cancer 
Okay. I, yeah, I was just going to say, like, we did talk a bit about the body's immune system in the cancer episode. Yes. But yeah, that it is literally like ongoing, nonstop killing cancer yes. all the time. We'll put that one in the show notes too, so you guys can go back and listen to it if you missed it. The makeup one <laughs> and the um, cancer one were both really good podcasts, in my opinion. Yeah. But this thought of cancer living in my body at all times has just like, it's like living in my head rent free and has for a minute. Yeah. I don't know. I It's definitely like an irrational thought because like I can't do anything yes. to do anything about it. Like, I, you right. know, yeah, we, I'm just like sitting in a chair and all of a sudden I'm just thinking like my body's my fighting body's... cancer right now. Yes, There's, literally. You know? <laughs> I'll be in the middle of researching something random for one of like the podcasts or like a YouTube video. And like yeah. literally I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, my God, my body is fighting cancer right now. <laughs> You know, okay, maybe we take that, maybe we need to take it a different direction. When it's like you're feeling down, you know, maybe it hasn't been a good day, whatever. Yeah. You can be like, hey, my body's fighting cancer right now. Like, I'm doing okay. <laughs> literally, literally. Now I get a sore throat and I'm like, oh my gosh, do I have throat cancer? Well, like- <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that's also the other thing is like everything's oh cancer now. So Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Anyway, back to how the body's protecting itself. We're going to start with eyelashes, Here's something I, I want to like commend you on here. Well, because when I read the title of How the Body Protects Itself, of course, I immediately go to the immune system, right? Yep. I like that you, it's kind of, you went off script here. These were not things yeah. that I th- thought we were going to talk <laughs> about, uh, which I like because f- everyone knows about the immune system. We know yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. That's not, that's not cool. I mean, it's cool. It's obviously very cool, but. Yeah. I kind of uh, was like thinking like the urban myth route. Like, that's kind of like what I was feeling yeah. with this one. Yeah, it's some unusual things, which is, it's interesting. So, yeah. I'm sorry also, to interrupt. Let me, let me just. No, step I love back. it. No, you're good. <laughs> Stay in the limelight. <laughs> okay. So, we're starting with eyelashes. Also, okay. side note of eyelashes. Yeah. We're going to get there eventually. Did you know that there's little mites that live on your eyelashes? Uh, yes, I did. I don't know why I know that. But I definitely knew that. And I it's think gross. I've talked to you about this before. But yes, they are very yucky looking, which is why yeah. it's important for you to wash your face because they will eat your eyelashes and your eyeballs. Not like really, but you learned in the some video that there. I mean, the, your your body is like crawling with stuff. Oh yeah, we're if made anyone... up of like ninety nine percent of bacteria. <laughs> Yeah, if anyone out there is like, I'm a clean person, it's like, yeah, you might be, but also your body's crawling with stuff constantly. Uh, yeah, just literally get constantly. Used to it. <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. Relax. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Man. Okay, so eyelashes. They serve yeah. to shield your eyes from dust, sand, moisture, and other debris in the air. You know, like how annoying it is when you get something in your eye. Dude, there is like almost nothing worse than yeah than that feeling of like getting something and your <laughs> eye just like it itches and also burns and like and you, you can't don't know really what to do. do anything. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing to do. You can't like it's not you know when you get <laughs> something. <laughs> I like that I'm like getting really into this. <laughs> But when you, you know when you get something on like your face or just somewhere else, you can just get in there and like pick it off. <laughs> just get you in just there. You just can't. 
you can't do that on the eye. You can't just get in there. No, you uh, can't dig it out. You got to wait no, for it to go to one of the corners or something. And then someone else has to do it for you. It's just a pain. Uh, in the butt. And you, you hope your eye will just like pour water enough to, <laughs> yeah. to push it out. You know, hopefully that's the goal. Oh but my gosh. Side note. I had, uh, because I have a, a crappy eye. Um, which I keep saying at some point I want to do an episode on the condition that I have. It is really interest. It's like weird and interesting. Um, yeah. so maybe someday, but I got a procedure done for it where they basically like strengthened my cornea to make sure it didn't get worse. It didn't, uh, That's progress. Cool. It was cool, but for like two weeks, I, my eye constantly just felt like I had sand in it. Like oh, it no. just, it was so irritated and scratchy and itchy. It was That is not the vibe. We need to do a podcast on that. But they also sense when something is too close to your eye. So it triggers your uh, blinking reflex. So nothing gets in your eye like a, a you know, flying insect. Yeah. Yeah. Because those, you know. Have you ever had a, a fly in the eye or something? Oh, my gosh. Gnats are constantly trying to fly in my eyes and it's obnoxious. <laughs> What's going on? It's Why so are they annoying. Just... I don't know. Oh. I okay. literally hate it. Also, eyelids, they reflexively close quickly to form a mechanical barrier to protect the eyes from foreign material. This can be triggered by the sight of something coming towards us or by the sensation of material on the eye. Um, So blinking also helps flush out that debris into your puncta, which is the small opening in your eyelid where your tears drain out of. Have you ever looked at this thing? That's in the corner of your eye, yeah? Yes. It's, like, it's right. literally this tiny little hole, and yeah. it's crazy looking. I noticed it one day, and I thought something was wrong with me, and I like went to my dad, and I was like freaking out, and he was like, that's fine. Everyone has it. You're that. like, dad, is this cancer? Do I yeah. have cancer? <laughs> yeah. Because everything, everything's cancer. <laughs> literally, everything is cancer. Fascinating. Very fascinating. Uh, eyes are so weird, but yet yeah. so amazing, and- yes goopy and gross but but quite amazing yeah and like jack said your eyebrows they serve the same purpose to help keep sweat out of your eyes because sweat in the eyes is no good i feel like eyes your whole structure of your eyes is it's like kind of just a a tiered uh system of protection like you have your your eyebrow which hopefully catches some things Yep. And then you've got your eyelashes, which like, again, it's like stuff that got past the eyebrow could maybe get caught by the eyelashes. Yep. And then finally, you've got your eyelids, which is like a hard close. Hopefully, that's going <laughs> to just shut it down. We're just missing um, that third eyelid or whatever. The second eyelid. We do. Like, we like do. Cats yeah. have. We need one of those. Yeah. Then like you can see while still being. Dude, those are gross. Yeah, they are. I don't want one. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> take that back or retract that. I'll take I'll take some sand to the eye if I don't have yeah, to have t- a third <laughs> or, or, or a second. <laughs> Could you whatever. imagine someone looking at you and like their second eyelid closes or something and it's Ew. just like you can still see their eyeball? Ew. The next thing we're gonna talk about is yawning. It's actually okay. oh, yawn. Yeah, oh, here yeah. we go. Everyone yeah. out there, please yawn. Thank you. Yep. Yawning is actually used to regulate your brain temperature. Okay. So it's not just a not so subtle signal to your friends that their story is, you know, obviously boring, but this well. natural <laughs> this natural <laughs> bodily inclination actually helps to regulate the temperature of your brain, 
which is this wow. is according to experts in the Smithsonian Institute. I have sure. never heard this. Have you? I had yeah, never yeah, heard yeah. this. I've always heard that yawning is to help get extra oxygen like to your brain. Ooh, maybe that's what I've heard, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes sense because thing. blood has oxygen in it. So it's kind of yeah. saying the same thing. Okay. So yeah. when we stretch our jaws, we're actually increasing the rate of blood flow to the skull. So there you go. Blood flow to the skull, more oxygen. Uh-huh. Okay. And as we inhale at the same time, the air changes the temperature of that blood flow, bringing cooler blood to the brain. And given how much work the brain does each and every day, this is obviously very important because otherwise, you know, your brain would just overheat. It's hot Could up you there. Imagine? It's real hot it's up toasty. there. It's toasty. Yeah. It's really just working. Head. It's like a, the bottom of your computer when you've just yeah. been, you know, really going at it. Something, Ripping. you know. Yeah. Just that all the time. <laughs> got to get some water cool or some air cooled blood flowing yeah yeah or some water like you know how they pump water around things to cool it off yeah well that's what i was, I was like trying to like a pc that has like water cool or whatever yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's basically the same thing we just same have that going on thing here body temperature regulation is also like a reflex could you imagine okay. having to think about regulating your body temperature throughout the day yeah i'd die for sure <laughs> All that stuff, dude, like we've talked a lot about, I remember specifically like the Reflex podcast talking about keeping yourself standing and that you're just like, your body's constantly making little adjustments to keep yourself. And if you had to think about that, you would just not have any room to think about anything else for sure. Literally nothing. Thankfully, we're not conscious of it. And the average healthy human maintains an internal temperature of around 37 degrees Celsius or 98.5 degrees Fahrenheit. Though through individuals, it can vary slightly. I usually run on the cooler end. I'm usually like a 97er. I think. Oh, really? I yeah. uh, I don't remember exactly where I what I read about this, but I think I saw that the average body temperature, the internal temperature is going up. People are running hotter. Interesting. That could be an interesting podcast. Yeah. I, and I don't, yeah, maybe it is because I, I don't remember exactly like what were the like reasons why and hmm. if there were certain issues that might come, you know, if something might be, that might yeah. be a bad thing. I don't know. Well, I mean, my friend that works for Delta, they do yeah. uh, weigh-ins every 10 years. The airline like ask people to stand on a scale like you voluntarily do it you don't have to but like you voluntarily do it and they have all their pilots do it uh-huh. the weight of americans has gone up 10 pounds every 10 years well like yeah, the average I weight mean, so like the yeah. body temperature going up and the average weight going up that kind of tracks your body's working a little harder because it's packing a little more yeah yeah okay yeah i mean that does Isn't make that sense crazy? actually that's just like so yeah. crazy to me. He told us that last night and I was like, dang, that's wild. That is that is wild. That's uh, unfortunate, but, uh, you know, is what it is with the way things are. So speaking of body temperature regulation, so in the brain, mm-hmm. the hypothalamus controls this reflex and it also plays right. a role in hormone secretion, sleep, and other functions. So the hypothalamus receives input from temperature receptors in the skin and your internal organs, including your gut, because gut temperature is very, very important. That's wild. Even at rest in a temperate environment, your hypothalamus remains very vigilant. So muscles produce a huge amount of heat when they're working. So think of your heart, your gut, your diaphragm, your muscles. 
they all are enabling breathing. So maintaining a proper body temperature is a full-time job, even when it seems like you aren't actively working any muscles. Like this is something that's happening constantly. Even if you're like unconscious, your body's still pumping blood. Your body's still breathing. Both of those things require muscle movement to happen. And none of that you have to consciously think about. Your hypothalamus is just going on autopilot, keeping you alive. Autopilot. It's insane. Moving right along. Okay. We have uh, finger pruning. Dude, oh, don't even get me started on this. Do you hate it? I hate it. I I've got I have that I I I feel like it's like not a super uncommon thing, but I cannot stand the feeling of pruny fingers and like if I touch them, like if I have them and yeah. I touch them to get like ooh, no. Yeah. Hate hate it. Ugh. It's very yuck. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, you don't like to hold pruny hands with people? No way. Get those things away from me. <laughs> Get your pruny oh, wet man. hands away from me. Oh my God, it's hilarious. Okay, finger pruning. <laughs> so there might actually yeah, yeah, yeah. be a purpose to why the skin of our fingers and the toes tend to wrinkle when submerged in water over a period of time. So one theory is that this increases our grip on objects that are wet. So mm. this was a study published by the Biology Letters and it showed that participants were faster at picking up wet objects when they had submerged their hands in water for 30 minutes compared to when their hands were dry, which is kind of weird, but okay. (laughs) Unfortunately, we still don't completely understand the mechanics of how and why this occurs, but there's a theory that's becoming more popular called digital vasoconstriction. Digital vasoconstriction. Weird, right? I'm assuming the digital in that is referring to the digits, yeah, like our fingers, fingers. Yeah, not yeah, yeah. not like on the computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, your digits, your fingers, your toes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your toesies. Uh, <laughs> your toesy-woesies. And this <laughs> means our blood vessels in our fingers and toes narrow when submerged in water, causing the upper layer of our skin to wrinkle. And all of this is thought to be triggered by an involuntary nervous system reaction. I hate it, but okay, fine. I think it is so fascinating because I wonder like the effect of, so I remember Kenan doing a video for T-Core way, way, way back when. They tried mm. to wrinkle their fingers, but yeah. they were only putting their hands in the water. They didn't put their whole bodies in the water. And so I'm curious if it has to do with your whole body being submerged versus just your fingers. Oh, that's an interesting theory. Like what what in your body triggers the response yes. you're saying? Yes. Yeah, because part of me thinks like more blood has to go to your, just blood, yeah, blood goes to your lungs, but like more has to go to your sure. lungs for like breathing and stuff. So I don't know. That's just my thought there. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. Yeah. It was saying like it makes it easier to grip objects that are wet. And I was like, I'm I'm the person that I don't want to touch anything. If it's if my if my hands are like that, I don't yeah. I don't care that it's more efficient. I don't want to touch anything. So yeah, which like that lost. makes sense. Like obviously that makes sense because like your finger, like his skin's not so tight. It's like it's, it's just if gross. Ah, gosh, hate it. <gasps> not for us today. That's a yucky. Okay, one. moving right, on. Moving, moving <laughs> on to hiccups. Hiccups are common. Obviously, I had them during the podcast. 
And Dude, how amazing is that? Wow. Look at that. Look at the magic we did. <laughs> um, and they're usually temporary. So very rarely are they so persistent and intractable that they lead to health issues. So by definition, a hiccup is an involuntary and intermittent spasmodic contraction of the diaphragm and rib muscles, which leads to a sudden intake of air and an abrupt closure of the glottis. I think it's glottis, actually. Glottis? What is a glottis? It's the little flap. What and it, but isn't it like the thing that separates your throat from where your your windpipe area? It's the center. So it's like when that closes very quickly, it's like Yeah. But it should be the opening area. Here's a question for you. Okay. When you get hiccups like you just did, do you also have the brief thought of what if these never go away or are you a normal person? Because, because I have that <laughs> every time, every time I get the hiccups, even though I'm like, I know I can, I found, found a way to get rid of them usually pretty yeah. quickly. I always have that like in the back of my mind. I'm like, what if I'm that, that girl that's like on the news that has hiccups for years and, and they never go. Hiccups. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, but I get okay. them so frequently. <laughs> like I do get them a lot, especially after we podcast or before we podcast or after I do a lot of talking. So like after I've yeah. intaken a lot of air, I definitely usually get them. And okay. sometimes I get them when I'm nervous, which is weird. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, I'm never scared that they're not going to go away. Like if they didn't, I think I would just, you know, I'd become TikTok famous or something. It just, and just, yeah, like, you just ride, like lean in. I'd really ride the wave, you know? Sure. Like, <laughs> hey, you know? I mean, at that point, why not? Right? Nowadays, you're going to be famous for having something like this happen to you and you can make a lot of money from it. So that That's would a be great my point. game plan. Yeah. Yeah. Bring them on. Really, Bring on the hiccups. You really, <laughs> you really just flipped that on its head right there. That's, uh, yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, hiccup <laughs> bouts can occur due to gastric distension from overeating. Carbonated beverages, chewing gum, swallowing too much air, smoking, and endoscopy due to air insufflation. That's when they like pump you full of air when you they have put air in you. Yeah, when you have an endoscopy, endoscopy. Yeah, thing. Sudden change in gastrointestinal temperature or excessive alcohol intake. It is the more persistent and intractable hiccups. That's kind of funny. They call them intractable hiccups. Intractable. Because you know, yeah. like it's like stuff in. Like contracting in your body, uh, which generally occurs due to a serious underlying disease that needs further examination. So some of these issues include vascular disease, central nervous system diseases. It goes on and on and on and on and on. Most likely, your hiccups are just because you inhaled a lot of air. So relax. Most likely. (laughs) Well, you know, don't. Why you got to call me out like that? Um, But. (laughs) This I'll is try. a long list of like what it could be. <laughs> it is. I did not need that right now because now the next time I get hiccups, I'm going to be like, oh, great. I've got a vascular disease. Here we yeah. go. Josh is going to share what he does to cure hiccups, but there's so many ways that you can try to cure hiccups. Like you can try physical maneuvers like holding your breath, gargling, spitting cold water, swallowing dry sugar, which I guess stimulates what? the uvula. <laughs> Weird. A mouthful never. of sugar sounds terrible. Um, never heard of that one. Pressing the eyes to increase vagal stimulation. Pulling your knees to the chest. Leaning forward. Like 
There's a lot of ways. Everyone's got a way. Here's the thing. What the Everyone's <laughs> got a way to cure the hiccups. And I just love it when someone gets hiccups in the room because then everyone's like, oh, try my thing. Oh, try my thing. Mine will work. I know mine will work. <laughs> everyone's all of a sudden like, I got the way. Don't worry. I, I got the hookup. Yeah, my way is the right out. way. That is fascinating. I have never, no one's ever come to me and like, hey, dude, swallow a spoonful of sugar. No, that's a new one for me. That is definitely a yeah. new one for me. I feel that, that I would terrible. not. I, yeah, I don't think I would try that one. No, that would be a pass. Big pass. Yeah, that's a big pass for me. I didn't read the last part of this. It says, if none of these tactics work, medications can't be prescribed. You don't need oh. medication for your hiccups. I mean. You're fine. Relax. You know, <laughs> I, we'll see. You know, I, that's fascinating. I wonder what, I, I. it's probably like a muscle relaxer or something, I wonder. I would imagine, like it, but now your whole body's going to be like relaxed. You'd be just chilling. No hiccups, <laughs> just just vibing. Yeah. Just vibing. <laughs> my theory, my, my technique is is to hold hold my breath uh, mm-hmm. and t- continue to take bigger and bigger breaths without letting them out and then swallow try and swallow and that usually that'll get it nice i just have i just got another hiccup spell as we were talking about that oh boy i i always get hiccups Uh, yeah i get hiccups after drinking water that's just taking in too much air i guess i don't know what it is but i could could be a vascular disease so so. no i'm fine i'm literally (laughs) fine Um, have you thought about it being a vascular disease no i have not this is not webmd (laughs) so there you go that is what i got for you jack i hope i answered some things for you i know you wanted to know about mucus basically mucus is just like the over like we have mucus at all times but basically you overproduce it when you're sick like that's really all there is to it i wish there was something more exciting about it but um it's just the body's way of flushing out bad things yeah, it just flushes out the bacteria and stuff in there. But no, I like I said, I like that because those were, I guess, you know, I've heard about mucus. I've heard about the immune system. Those yeah. were things that I had never even thought of being some way the body is protecting itself, technically. Before you uh, keel over, how about you tell yeah. us what you learned on Reddit this week? I'm excited. <laughs> what you got? <laughs> this is coming from uh, UT Texas, University of Texas. I'm nervous about where this is going. The article says bacteria store memories and pass them on for generations. Researchers I'm sorry, found what? <laughs> Hang on. Researchers found that E. coli bacteria use iron levels as a way to store information about different behaviors. These iron memories persist for at least four generations and disappear by the seventh generation. What? Scientists have discovered that bacteria can create something like memories about when to form strategies that can cause dangerous infections in people, such as resistance, <laughs> resistance to antibiotics and bacterial swarms when millions of bacteria come together on a single surface. I'm dumbfounded. So in case you weren't scared of E. coli, it turns out it's operating on a whole other level. It remembers things. So basically what this is saying is it quote unquote remembers things. It obviously does not have a, it's not, it's not actually remembers. It doesn't have a brain. It's not actually, but it uses iron levels in the cells 
to basically store information. Like it'd be like a hard drive or something to store information. That is insane. Yeah. And then it can use, you know, it passes that on to the next bacteria to basically, yeah, like I was saying, remember certain ways to infect or certain, you know, resistances to certain antibiotics and things like that. Wow. This makes so much sense why they're saying that like certain antibiotics aren't gonna like work on certain things yeah that is a literally that would be because it's gonna remember it like remembers that would be a very interesting uh podcast in the future i think because i do think that is going to be a large issue in the future potentially researchers theorize that when iron levels are low Bacteria memories are triggered to form fast-moving migratory swarm to seek out iron in the environment. When iron levels are high, memories indicate this environment is a good place to stick around and form a biofilm. So that's like one way that they use those iron levels to make decisions based on memories. Weird. Yeah, and remember, memories here is like a very much like a quote unquote. It's more yeah, of like it's, a. It's not actual memories. No, no, no. But it's more of like a kind of like a log, kind of like what our cells do to recognize bad things, like our white blood yeah, cells. Yeah, it's. I, I would say it's, it's like more that. like um data processing, yeah. like not actual memory. I don't know. It's just like it just memories is the best way to get level. it across. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, it's just like a way to explain it. That is what I learned on Reddit. Now I'm terrified of E. coli, so. E. coli is already sketchy, and this just takes it to like a new level of like, oh, okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, like I said, if you weren't already concerned about it, uh, you're welcome to. Dang, uh, that's insane. Anyway, on on that happy note. (laughs) On that happy note, uh, I'm so glad we could talk about hiccups and (laughs) a cold eye remembering things about my body. Wonderful. Love that for us. This was a very informative podcast. I feel like we learned so much. And Science Pals, like we talked about before, we want to have science conversations with Mm -hmm. you. So send us an email. Random3pod at gmail.com. To get in on the conversations <laughs> or leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, yeah, uh, yeah. or wherever you get your podcasts mm-hmm. and join in on the conversation because we want to learn from you and we want to have that conversation with you. So leave yes. us a, a joke, a rating and review, leave us something you want to drop in on conversation wise. Yeah. Like we're always here to like have a good little science chat with you. We definitely are. Uh, we, we enjoy the back and forth. We enjoy people's curiosity, you know, seeing it and discussing it. So we always want to hear about it. I guess that's basically it, right? Yeah. Merry we- Christmas to the science pals out there. If you celebrate. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, I guess we'll just see what we'll see what the the new year brings, but we're very excited for it. We're uh we're excited for where this podcast is going to go. So, thank you all for listening this whole year with us. We'll see you guys oh. in the new year. Oh. <gasps> hey. How exciting. All right, guys, see you next right. year. <laughs> I hate when Bye. people say that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Bye everyone. Bye science pals. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.